Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to today's How to Trade Stocks Options podcast. Today, we have a special guest online, Rocky Horner. She is the queen and also the managing director of Futures and Forex at Simpler Trading. Rocky, thank you so much for coming on the show. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we give you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance by Redwood Media Group founder and head trader of 10MinuteStockTrader.com, Christopher Ewell. The How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast is produced in partnership with my friends at FinClub.ai. I use the artificial intelligence data from FinClub as my primary indicator. I don't even take a trade if FinClub doesn't show me that I have a greater edge than any other traders in the market. You've heard the stats, 90% of traders fail, which is why you need to find an edge and FinClub has that edge for you for just a few dollars a day. The returns produced by FinClub have been shown to be more than double that of the market, with win rates as high as 90%. I mean, they basically make it so easy, they're gonna show you exactly what stock is going to exactly what price. Basically, they're handing everything you need to you on a silver platter. Listen, they are so confident that this will change the way you trade. FinClub.ai is gonna give you two full weeks to test drive their service, and they'll even give you all their historical results so you can see exactly how it works and how it can dramatically change what you trade. And that's exactly what I've done. So head on over to finclub.ai to start your free two-week trial, and I'll even throw in some extra bonuses after you sign up. Now the only place you can get your discounts and free bonuses is at finclub.ai. That's finclub.ai. Thank you so much for having me. So a little, little maybe inside joke here for the listeners. Uh, Queen is actually what my name Raggy means. Uh, Raggy, the way my, my mother says it, means queen of queens. So uh, so people say, what does that mean? I'm, it's not just queen, it's queen of queens. <laughs> Very cool. I didn't know that. I love it. Awesome. So we've had Raggy on before, but it's been, I, it, my Skype was telling me it's been over a year. I couldn't believe it's been that long. And in fact, the last time we spoke to Raggy, I thought it was just such a great conversation. You're, you're very eloquent, you know, way more than I do. And it's really great to be able to have guests come on the show. And really, honestly, I do it for selfish reasons. And I just get to share it with the podcast audience out there because I get to learn a ton. And then I get to share that with the audience. And I really appreciate that. So thank you for coming on. And I'm really excited because Raggy was wanting to talk about the dollar, uh, gold and crude and um, these are things that I don't really cover a lot of so I'm I'm excited to hear more from you so tell me more about what's going on with the dollar so the US dollar is an interesting topic where a lot of people are saying we're printing so much of it why isn't it going down the central bank the US central bank is is looking to perhaps cut rates you know all these things and so I've been listening on and off for probably a good quarter or two at all the blathering at sort of the the traditional financial media or, or how I endearingly call them the chuckleheads, talking about how the dollar should be weak. And, and really what I try to temper anyone who wants to short the dollar is, first of all, in currency trading, and I don't want anyone's eyes to glaze over for them to get scared, but currencies are, in a, in a manner of speaking, the stock of a country. So I'm always interested in what central banks are doing. It affects stocks. It affects commodities. Of course, it, it affects currencies. So 
if you have a bearish outlook on the dollar, as so many have had out there, and they've been, quite frankly, very long for a good long time, um, you want to have, on the flip side of a bearish U.S. dollar type of forecast, you need a bullish euro forecast. And, and they mm-hmm. always work negatively inversed or, or in, uh, negative or inversely correlated to each other. So if you want to be short dollars, you actually are communicating a bullish euro thesis or a bullish euro trade, which I think most people agree we wouldn't do, right? That's not something we think about doing. So we're gonna, I think the last time we spoke a year ago, uh, we talked about long dollar, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. And you know, you, you got me thinking about the euro because I just saw the euro was hitting like two year lows or something against the dollar, right? Like 108, somewhere around there. And I think we're not even done yet. You t- you take a look at newly minted head poobah of the ECB, Christine Lagarde, who is there to sort of stitch the European Union back together post Brexit, post a lot of different, uh, whether you want to look at the macro debacle that is Europe right now, we can argue that yeah, Italy has been flirting with recession, that Germany's been flirting with recession. Heck, this coronavirus, and maybe we'll get to that a little bit later on, is probably going to have a pretty good ding in, in Germany's GDP as so much of their GDP does get exported to China. So uh, I think Christine Lagarde's got a very steep climb ahead of her, and hiking rates is the last thing that she can do. So I'm a big fan of shorting euro, uh, mostly against the U.S. dollar, the yen, and the pound. Hmm. Very interesting. Okay. Okay. So how does that tie to gold? Because I know the gold and and the dollar have some sort of relationship, right? I think one of the things we have to think about with gold and dollar and any correlation, and I I almost think of correlation as a a four-letter word, it's always causation. What is causing the correlation? Very few correlations are 100%. Uh, Very few of them are steady historically. So Yes, there is typically a competitive flow type situation to uh, whether I want to be long gold or whether I want to be long the U.S. dollar. You'll very rarely see them move together, but I say that, but right now that's exactly what they're doing. Gold is managing to be supported and moving higher, as is the dollar. So I almost don't think about correlations. I think they tend to sort of instigate and invite very uh well, for no, lack of a better way of putting it, lazy analysis, where we want to compartmentalize certain ideas for ease of trade. But the fact of the matter is these correlations don't necessarily hold up over time. Now, the euro-US dollar correlation is very steady, and that has to do with the fact that the euro-US is the largest currency pair traded on the planet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so gold and dollar are moving up together. Mm-hmm. Now... Do you do you like gold going out into the future? I mean, I, I traded gold recently and, and did okay, but uh, I've also had a couple of signals where it was like, hey, maybe it's time to go short, but I didn't go short because I didn't see the whole picture, right? I like to see a confluence of indicators and things like that. Uh, but it was starting to, to blip up on my radar, like, hey, maybe this is an opportunity. Um, are you still thinking long gold at the moment? So it's a terrific question. I love that you mentioned some of the signals that have been, say, contrary to maybe some of the macro, contrary mm-hmm. to the larger trends. So what I like to have is what I call directional bias. So I will have an overarching theme or direction that I want to only trade that market in. So let's take something really blatant like the current equities market. I think to try to pick a top in the NASDAQ right now is akin to just hating your money. So what I, <laughs> I couldn't agree what more. <laughs> so what I want to remember is there's no short. Even if I get a signal for a short, I'm not going to take it. I'm going to stick with this bias. I'm going to stick with the long side 
of the market. So let's take that back to gold now. Gold has been a market that you know we accept as a flight to safety. It's one of those places. It's a fear barometer when the markets are scared. Like right now, again, the coronavirus has been you know, sending gold higher. But if I eliminate the short side and I just look for my bullish or long signals, I have what I call directional bias. Now, you might say, well, Rog, what if there is a, a larger reversal? That's fine. That's only going to be valid for me once it breaks down through a certain threshold. And, and for me, gold and that threshold is going to be probably somewhere in the vicinity of, of breaking the mean of the volume weighted average price and the 200 EMA. I get that combo. Now I've got to change or alter or be open to a shift in my directional bias. That's still very, very bullish. Mm -hmm. Well said. Yeah. And, and especially that that 200 um, EMA, that that's such a, a crucial, you know, long, short indicator there. So, you know, you made me think about, uh, you know, sh you, you were talking about shorting the NASDAQ and everything. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we had like a hundred plus point sell off in the S&P. And then within like four trading sessions, it was all back. And, you know, I could only only feel sorry for the people that are like, oh, this is the end, you know, and they're piling out all these shorts and then immediate hard, strong reversals back north. You know, that uh, that that certainly made me think about, you know, must be hating your money because, you know, people people are so impulsive. Right. And, you know, as soon as there's any downtick and especially when we're always it seems like always hitting all time highs every day now, everybody, not everybody, but there's a lot of people out there that are screaming doom and gloom. When there's other, you know, people that are trend traders that are saying, you know, why, why buck the trend when it's continuing to go north, right? Mm -hmm. So excellent, yeah. So let's talk about uh, crude oil. You know, that's uh, I really don't trade a lot of crude. I might trade some around like USO. I may trade some around um, other ETFs around crude, but crude, crude itself, CL, is not something that I ever really trade. Uh, but what are you seeing out there on on oil? So when anyone looks at crude and, and if there's folks out there who aren't necessarily interested in futures or they're not necessarily interested in commodities in general, you know, I will always remind everybody I've been a commodities trader since I was 15. So I always try to remind everybody that there's very few stocks out there that are not going to be affected by either currencies or commodities. So it's only going to help the analysis. So I kind of say that to those traders out there. Are there ways to trade crude and control risk? That's another question that I get a lot. Absolutely. We can trade, as you mentioned, the USO options on the USO, which is plenty liquid. We can trade crude oil mini, which is known as the QM contract, and oh, we can okay. trade options on the full-size CL. So, you know, thinking about a trader who might be just taking a small step into futures, kind of a small lot mentality, low-risk mentality, this is the first time I'm, you know, venturing into this. I try to mention those things on the onset. Crude's interesting right now, and of course, oil stocks, gosh, I don't want to, you know, ignore XLE, OIH, XOP, you know, all those uh, exploration and, and energy related names are going to have you know a certain relationship back to crude but right now for crude you can see what's happened since the coronavirus and if you mm -hmm. take a look at january 8th on the chart you'll see that crude was actually looking very very bullish until the coronavirus hit and that the expectation was china would have somewhere around the vicinity of 20 percent less demand now when you look at the asian buyers club of crude china South Korea, India, and Japan, you know, China makes up the, you know, most of that buying demand. So OPEC's 
meaning the Saudis have got to be freaking. And, and I think they are. They're already looking at uh, increasing the production cuts that are already in place. They just need Russia to go along. Now, why do I mention all of this? Because they're getting really close, I believe, to getting Russia to go along with those production cuts. Their next meeting is less than two weeks away, I believe, right around two weeks away. And you can already see there's some bottoming action happening in crude. So for those traders that are thinking, how do I participate in this but control my risk? On down days, I've been scooping up either USO, as you mentioned, or crude oil calls with at least about 45 to 60 days to expiration so I can wait out this decision-making process time without time decay eating the value of my optional live. So I'm making a pure directional play on crude right now. So you're long crude then? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Near the 50 level, near the 50 level mm-hmm. on the okay, so, futures chart. Yeah, I noticed that uh, crude was dipping below 50 a few days ago. When's the last time we saw crude around 50? It's been a while, right? 50 is a really cool level, and it doesn't have to be a hard floor. I think that 50 is going to act almost like a planet where there's going to be a gravitational pull. And mm-hmm. as long as the market doesn't accelerate too far below 50, as long as it doesn't um, break it in such a way on volume that we can see there's a, a lot of capitulation. Typically, those psychological levels like 50 are going to have a significant impact on buyer behavior. And also, you think about the fact that the Saudis, from a budgetary standpoint, would really prefer crude to be somewhere around 80. So it's in their best interest to you know, keep crude higher. The Russians, however, they don't care as much because budgetarily they're okay with crude around 40. So at $50 a barrel, they're they're sitting all right. I think another interesting aspect of that is the U.S. shale. Uh, shale right now is, I believe, somewhere in a negative $4 billion cash flow. So even though wow. we're hearing about the U.S. cranking out shale out of that Permian Basin and other places, um, they're doing so at a negative cash flow and a significant one at that. So there's a lot of interest and crude moving higher from here, uh, you know, in it's in the interest of a lot of parties that crude moves higher from here. Huh. I had no idea that shale was uh, underwater like that. I know that they do a lot of uh, shale work where I live here in Texas. So interesting. Okay. So let's let's end on a high note. Let's end on something great. Let's talk about the coronavirus. <laughs> it's you know it's it's all great. We have the wonderful blessing to wake up to markets where in no other I mean you know this I mean where else can you become self-aware where else can you become self-actualized and make money at the same time I mean I I know that trading has made me uh, more studious more patient so many more things so it's all positive it's just sometimes the news right surrounding Mm -hmm. our trades are somewhat negative but we can provide for our families and teach this to our friends and teach this to other people out there on the interweb it's a it's a good life it's a good life yeah, that's <laughs> but anyways, well let's talk about coronavirus. Yeah, so so what what to you looks like an interesting play with coronavirus? Is it healthcare stocks? Is it something just really obscure? What what are you looking at for the coronavirus picks? So most, if you if you you know if you go back to 2011, we've always had something. There's always been a virus almost annually, mm-hmm. and, and this happens to be this one. Now I'm not in any way dismissing it. It's a horrifying thing. But we've we've been down this road before, maybe not this exact narrative, but we've been here. So ultimately, what we'll notice is these things have very exponential moves in terms of the virus growth, in terms of even the news and reaction. It's very exponential. So I think we've gotten through most of the exponential part of the fear and the actual cases. 
and we're starting to see stabilization psychologically. You know, we're, we're humans, we grow weary of these narratives and we just move on to what's shiny and new. But hopefully, and, and I think we're starting to see a little bit of a stabilization in reaction, if nothing else. So one thing that I think we can probably anticipate is the down the road impact GDP wise to a lot of not just China, but China's trading partners. So I'm actually relatively near term bearish the next quarter or two mm. uh, in Germany, EWG. Uh, I'm short Singapore, EWS. I'm short Hong Kong, EWH. I'm short China itself, FXI. Uh, I've also been looking at Australia, EWA. Uh, you can trade the New Zealand iShare. So there's a number of country ETFs. You're playing the, the stock market of, of those countries where I don't have access to the futures, but the uh, the iShares give me the alternative to take advantage of some of these narratives, unfortunately, that might cause these particular countries with a certain dependence on, of their GDP on doing trade with China. It's going to affect it in a negative way. So I'll, I'll look to you know build trades based on that. Wow. All right. So so I want the audience out there to just take a minute, rewind the episode and listen to everything Raggy just said, because this is exactly the reason why I have guests on the show. Right. I only know so much, but Raggy just dropped out 43 knowledge bombs on you. So I want you to go back, rewind it and then just just listen to what she was saying there. Right. You've got all these different countries, all these different reasons and all these different ways to play uh you know uh, uh the coronavirus okay so so there's a great opportunity for you there and ragi thank you so much for going into that kind of level of detail this is i mean it when i say this is exactly why i have guests on um so this was awesome ragi so so where can people learn more about you and more about simpler trading so you can head on over to simplertrading.com or simplerfutures.com to get a trial to the service join me for a month it's seven dollars so i tell everybody you know Come kick the tires for a month, hang out with me if there's a particular event that's happening, whether it be a central bank or the coronavirus, and you want to see how I'm trading it, we send out our trades and I share with everybody in, the, in our chat room, which I'll be logging into here behind me in just a bit, um, you know, my trades. And, and that doesn't even touch on some of the day trading and, and Forex trading and other things that we do. So uh, mm -hmm. we want to ultimately, and I love what programs like yours do, uh, the market is our playground. I don't want to spend my life on the seesaw, right? There's swings and monkey bars and everything else. So the more we can see the interrelationship and the knock-on effects, the more our pipeline of opportunity stays full. And that's really what I want to, to do, keep that pipeline full for my traders and they can cherry pick from what works for them. Mm -hmm. Well, this has been such a pleasure, Rocky. Every time I have you on, I always think, man, what a great chat. So thank you again so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for making time and I uh, look forward to talking with you again and we'll see where, uh, you know, where we are. Hopefully we, it won't be another year. So yeah, I agree. I agree totally. And thank you guys for tuning in to today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and enable notifications. That way you never miss any of the tools, tips, and tricks that we upload every single week to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thank you so much for listening. And before you go, remember to head on over to finclub.ai to get your two free weeks of artificial intelligence stock picks. You've got nothing to lose and only the most advanced AI to help you trade with confidence at finclub.ai. That's finclub.ai. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 
10minutestocktrader.com and Christopher Yule, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Yule are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice, tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Yule are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit timandstocktrader.com legal. And thanks for stopping by.